Hi and hello. Welcome to the Planting the Seeds show. I'm James Ipwood Lamb III, your host, bringing you seeds from God's Word. Thank you for joining me today as I plant some seeds into the soil of your hearts. Only to let the Holy Spirit do the rest with words of praises, scriptures and phrases. My one and only goal is to do this thing for the Lord, and that is to exhibit Him. I want to expose His greatness, promote His characteristics, which is Him being so kind, His loving heart, His grace, His mercies, the wonderful saving power of... Please join me as I introduce His Majesty, who is the only one, the one and only, who is the same yesterday and today and forevermore, my champion, my King, Jesus Christ, the Savior of this world. So if you haven't given Him a praise, for him being all that, I suggest you take a moment and give him a praise right now. Go ahead, I'll wait for you while you praise him, because I'm going to praise him too. Lord, I thank you. Hallelujah. You are so wonderful and you are so great and mighty that I love you. 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 Once again, welcome to the Planting the Seeds show. Pray for me and pray with me. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, I thank you for another wonderful, beautiful, blessed day. Wonderful life, health and strength you've given us. Mercies is still covering us and we thank you for that, Jesus. And now, Lord, you speak for me. Allow your holy words to plant some seeds into the soil of any heart any heart that receives them and holy spirit you do the rest water it let it take root in solid ground then let it flourish like the little mustard seed and grow enormously for your kingdom's sake and your glory bind every aspect of the enemies that will try to block and get in the way of our blessings of our victories remove him out the way he's not invited because he's not wanted here. Your precious blood blocks and protects us. You are the only one that will be praised, exalted, and glorify him for your glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen, and amen. Continue giving the Lord praise because he is worthy of your praises. Hallelujah. If you did, wave your hand. If you didn't or can't wave, you just smile. Because his goodness and his mercies are amazing. They are new every day. Don't you think so? Okay, let me jump into the show today. Today's show is about what matters. And I'm going to start with a few scripture verses. 1 John 4 11 to 21, and I'm going to read this in the Message Version Bible. 1 John 4, 11 to 21 in the Message Version Bible. And it says, My dear, dear friend, if God loved us like this, 
we certainly ought to love each other. No one has ever seen God. But if we love one another, God dwell deeply within us. And his love becomes complete in us, perfect love. This is how we know we're living steadily and deeply in him and he in us. He's given us life from his life, from his very own spirit. Also, we've seen ourselves and continue to state openly that Father sent his Son as Savior of the world. Everyone who confesses that Jesus is God's Son participates continuously in an intimate relationship with God. We know it so well. We embraced it, heart and soul. This love that comes from God. God is love. When we take up permanent residence in a life of love, we live in God and God lives in us. This way, love has the run of the house because at home and matures in it so that we are free of worry on judgment day. Our standing in the world is identical with Christ. There's no room in love for fear. Well-formed love banishes fear. Since fear is crippling, a fearful life, fear of death, fear of judgment, is one not yet fully formed in love. We, though, are going to love, love, and be loved, First, we were loved. Now, we love. He loved us first. If anyone boasts, I love God, and goes right on hating his brother or sister, thinking nothing of it, he is a liar. If he won't love the person he can see, how can he love the God he can't see? The command we have from Christ is blunt. Loving God includes loving people. You've got to love both. Now, this is what matters. We are living in times of many social movements, some of which are what we've been hearing for a couple of years now. In, in this phrase, Black Lives Matters, for a couple of years because of the killing of black people by white cops, at traffic stops, where the poverty is high, where the high school dropout rate is high, where the crime rate is high, and where is this at? In the hood, of course, in the hood. In the hood, where they put mostly white cops, PD, the police department sent mostly white cops in the hood, you know, and most of these white cops have a serious STT, STD, excuse me, disease problem, meaning that they are scared to death. Pull the trigger first and figure out later if they are guilty. Social injustice, they'll cry. Then somebody gets a bunch of shirts with the words printed on them, Black Lives Matters, and sells them, make a lot of money. So then let's keep that same phrase going and let's keep 
selling them same shirts when it's black on black crimes. Hmm. Black on black injustice, black on black killing. What's the difference when it's a life lost to violence at the hand of any color? There's gangs and drug wars in the middle of the park. Gunshots sound like firecrackers where everybody duck and run. Then you hear cries because blood is spilled in the parking lot. The target was mixed. But an innocent bystander got kissed by a bullet he didn't want to meet. So let's keep the jargon going. Why not stop? Don't they matter to each other living on their own streets in their own hood? In every way you should matter to yourself and everybody else you around you. The level of selfishness is just too high and too much in the community of blackness where these individuals live and grew up at. Don't they care about each other? Don't they worry about if somebody pees in the staircase, that it matters that somebody will step in it and track it into their apartment? Uh, or, this is the one I can't stand, I can't understand this. Or if you spit in the elevator, Spit on the elevator wall, which is totally disgusting, not not caring that somebody might not see it and lean up against it and go home and take somebody else's DNA home with them. Sit up on the couch, go home. Lean up against the wall in your house. You got somebody else's DNA on your shoulder, on your back. I remember a couple of times getting on the elevator and seeing this nastiness and graffiti all on the walls. And, and I asked myself, why would anybody do something like that where they live? Then I had to make the choice. Staircase of piss or the elevator with the DNA sample. <laughs> Hard decision, right? That's crazy. I feel that, and I feel that black lives matters. The saying should be a constant saying among black lives, and it should be done with love and the matter of respect. Not only when tragedy happens, this should be like a, a greeting, a code to be a, a reminder of the struggles we've been through. Like, like picture this. Morning, my brother. Black lives matter. Thank God we're not working on the plantations no more. Wake up and stop calling each other the N-word. Afternoon, my young, beautiful, fine sister. Black lives matter. Praise God you're not the master sex slave no more. Then why are you calling each other the B-word? We take pride and glamour in words of self-hate. I pray that we can open our eyes and realize what really matters is us coming together as one. Loving each other. <laughs> I used to hear the phrase, it takes a village to raise a child. And I never knew what that meant until I got a little older. And then we had the phrase, each one teach one. 
<sighs> Times have changed. Then we started hearing All Lives Matters by another group feeling it's not all about the blacks. What about us too? I agree. We all are created by one loving almighty God. So why should there be any discrimination because of your ethnic background? And when you go on a job, you fill out the application and all lives should be mattered. Even when they ask you, what race are you? You know, maybe in the corporate corporate world, it's a way to segregate individuals like they do in jails. Where's the love? Where is the love? Then Blue Lives Matters. The cops with a sense of moral value who do the job to the best of their ability without prejudice. Who takes pride in the job, who wants to make a difference. They are scarred because of the others who are corrupt. They get no love because people are afraid of them. They're scared to call the cops. 911, how can I help you? Oh, I need some help. Never mind. Because they think the cops are so corrupt. Can you blame them? Then we have church life matters. I just made that one up. <laughs> yes, our Christian lives. This pandemic has shut us out, putting distance between the saints of God. I went to church the other day, six feet apart, wear your mask. You can't hug your brother, your sisters. You can't even see the smile behind a mask. You wave at them and you don't know if they smiling or whatever. <laughs> we are, are soldiers fighting a battle and, and, and we can't even fight together. We got to be six fight, six feet apart. And I never seen a, a army fight the enemy six feet apart. That's the old divide and conquer method, defeating by fear. Everyone got a little bottle of hand sanitizer. Well, give me something. Let me wash my hands. I don't want to catch COVID-19. You know, wherever you go, you got to take your temperature. Going in the church. Let me take your temperature. Your name even got to be on the list. You got you to gotta register to get on the list to come to church. My Lord, have mercy. COVID has its own theme music. Whenever you hear that music, you know they are about to talk about Mr. 19, first name, COVID. <laughs> now what matters is the vaccination. There's a waiting list with a Long lines around the block, like the lines of at Great Adventures or Walt Disney, to get on a ride that lasts for about 90 seconds. You wait, you wait 40 minutes in the line, and then you get on the line and they strap you in, and then it's over. <laughs> and it's just like the shot. You wait all that time, you get a shot, and then you go home and you get sick. <laughs> oh man oh my gosh Lord have mercy have your mercy then the topic of the week is the trial and conviction of Derek Chauvin the cop who killed George Floyd with his knees and what mattered to black Americans 
as they protested and watched the trial, awaiting for the outcome with the signs of Black Lives Matters and All Lives Matters in front of courts, city hall buildings ready for the verdict, waiting, waiting for the outcome. Then the jury came out and convicted this man on all three counts. The crowd erupted in celebration, some in tears, lifting up their hands, thanking God. This is what mattered to them. Justice served. He got what he deserves. Put him under the jail. Let somebody put their knees on his neck. Vengeance, vindicated, hatred. That's what the world is spitting and spewing. That's all that matters. Don't care about nothing else. Nothing else but that. Question. Remember the scripture I read in the beginning of the show about how God is love? And if somebody, anybody say, I love God who they can't see and hates his brother, his sister, the cousin, the father, the mother, the pastor, the deacons, the ushers, the choir director, the first elder, the bishop, the church secretary, the prayer team, the ministers who you do see, what he calls you, is a liar. And what matters to God should matter to us. John 3.16, right? He loves all lives with an everlasting love. Jeremiah 31.3, right? And he came that all lives can have life more abundantly. John 10.10, right? Then this scripture is for all the movements out there. Black lives, all lives, blue lives, the Me Too, the LGBTQ, and the whole worldwide movement. Plus Derek Chauvin, too. He's included, too, because God loves him, too. God is not a respective person. First John 1 and 9. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And why is this scripture for the whole world? Hmm. Think about it. It's because he is willing to forgive any, every life, all lives, even Mr. Shelvin for what he did. Even Mr. Shelvin for what he did. We as Christians, we have to forgive. Because if we don't forgive, then who are we representing? Christ forgave us of our sins. It might not have been as, as bad as his. It wasn't murder. But we lied. Lord, forgive me. And you were forgiven. 
even Mr. Shelvin. And then if you look, if you remember when when they read the charges, they read the charges, no remorse in his face. He didn't crack a smile. He didn't crack a, he didn't tear. He didn't do nothing. He didn't turn red. No remorse. They asked you, do you understand the charges? He shook his head. They said, you will be remanded into the state correctional. He got up and he turned around and he put his hands behind his back and they took him away. Everybody's like, yeah. But then God loves that man too. No matter what he did. Um, you remember, uh, let's see, uh, who was the guy who wrote almost half of the New Testament? Um, it's written by a man who used to kill Christians. Uh, what, what was his name? Um, Apostle Paul, who used to go by the name Saul. God had mercy on him. And has plenty of mercy for all the groups mentioned, Mr. Shelvin also. And I'm saying Mr. Shelvin so much because if this man confess his sins, it's all he has to do. He has to do the first part of 1 John 1 and 9. If we confess our sins, if he confesses sins. And then God is going to do the next part, the rest of the verse. He is faithful. Who is faithful? God. And just to forgive us of our sin. Who forgives us our sin? God. And to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. How did that happen? Through the blood of Jesus Christ. Hmm. Wow. Don't hate on him. God loves him. He just hates sin. He hates sin in all of us. In the scripture, started with if. Your choice. That's a crazy, gigantic, two-letter word. I think I spoke about that last week. If holds a lot of weight. So much weight and power. If. Your choice. And then... Jesus will do the rest of the verse. Isn't that crazy? That two-letter word that holds so much weight. Hmm. So, it don't matter what group you're in. It don't matter to God. Your skin color don't matter. Whatever you did, God can and will forgive you. Try him and he will come through. For you, he'll be your ultimate friend. God don't see no skin color. He don't see all them different groups. All he sees is your heart. He's chasing after your heart and your soul. He want to save you from hell, death, and damnation. Hmm. He want to be your ultimate friend. Call him. He wants you to be able to call him because he's never busy. He wants you to know that his line is never busy. It's always clear. He wants you to know that when you call, please leave a message. Hey, this is God. Please let No, you will never get that. You will always speak to God directly. Can you imagine? Uh, 
uh, Father, in the name of Jesus, boop, boop, boop. You get a busy signal while you're on your knees. Oh, what happened? Oh, I went to pray to God, and, and he was busy. I'm going to have to call him back. Never happened. Never happened, because he will always speak to you directly. You get on your knees and you pray. You get up, you read his word. He's speaking to you. <laughs> and he has this, this, this wonderful way of loving you. A beautiful way of loving you. So let me introduce him to you. My king and my champion, Jesus Christ, the anointed one. One of the greatest lovers of our heart and soul. The ones who don't know, if you don't know him, let me, please allow me to, 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 to introduce you to him. Like I, like I said, and, and um, he will come into your heart he won't turn you away because he knows you need him we all need him in this day and times this being the last days like the bible says just like it was in the day of noah so shall it be before the son of man's coming it's just like craziness outside you walk across the street my block where i live at you walk across the street and people come around the corner so fast. They don't yield to the pedestrians like they should do. You got cars coming from the left and the right. And the person got to run out the way. The light turned green and the light just turned green. Bop, 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 bop. Impatience. The world is in a, a, a fast pace to destruction. And the only way, only way you're going to be saved is through Jesus Christ, the one who laid the bridge down for us to be reconciled back to God, to him, the king, the savior of the world, the creator, the innovator, the one who constructed all of this. No Big Bang Theory. <laughs> no theory that we came from apes. No, it says, in the beginning, God. You have all these other gods out there. But it says, in the beginning, God. The one and only king. So I'm going to pray for salvation for those that don't know him. And for those that do know him, just pray with me. You might know somebody that don't know the Lord. Pray for them, for their salvation. A family member that don't know the Lord, pray for them for the salvation. Like the Bible says, we used to say, the kingdom of God is at hand. So, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, I thank you. I thank you. I thank you for another wonderful, beautiful, blessed day. I pray for the souls, Lord. I pray for the ones that are underneath the sound of my voice who who don't know you the ones who have hatred in their hearts the ones who who are seeking seeking for for a, a spiritual way a spiritual love and lord you are that spiritual way that spiritual lover you are god and god all by yourself you can you can just fulfill all their needs lord jesus Help them to know, Lord Jesus, that this world is, 
is going to be destroyed, Father. Help them to know, Lord Jesus. Put somebody in their way to tell them about your goodness and your mercies, Lord Jesus. Put somebody in their way that will pray for them, Lord Jesus, to show them the way. And Father, Lord Jesus, the hearts that are filled with stones, Lord Jesus, I pray, Lord Jesus, that you give them a heart of flesh, Lord Jesus, that welcoming heart that will let you in, Lord Jesus, and let you show them who you are. So, Father, the ones that do know you, the soldiers, the ones that are on the team, Team Jesus, the ones who know what you're all about, Lord, help us to be encouraged, Lord Jesus. We know the fight is going to get harder. Help us to stand and be strong, Father. We just thank you. Thank you. We just give your name all the praise, all the honor, and all the glory is yours. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. That's my show today. I'm James Edward Lamb III, bringing you seeds from God's Word. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at planting the seeds with a z that's facebook and instagram at planting the seeds with a z you can check us out on our email at www.plantingtheseeds.com www.plantingtheseeds.com and that's planting the seeds with a z and you can also follow us on linktree L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash forward slash planting the seeds with a Z, of course. All right. Thank you for joining me. Have a great day. And remember, be strong in the Lord. Be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Not yours, his might.